0: Hello, everyone. Thank you all again for joining us. The the central question that I see from, from a lot of people when I meet with them is that, do I have enough money to retire? And without having a full analysis of your current assets and your cash flow coming in, both currently and in the future, it's very hard to answer that question. So I think starting with that question alone shows the importance of having a trusted financial advisor in your toolkit. So of course, really planning ahead for retirement involves multiple professionals. So it might be attorneys to make sure that your estate plan is, is set up and that you are, you're um, ready for the potential cost of long term care in the future. Accountants to make sure that you are um, paying all your taxes and, and and staying in the good graces of the IRS. Um, but then also central to this also is a financial planner, because that particular question, certified financial planners should would be able to run the numbers and let you know, uh, uh, give you at least a benchmark of if you have enough to retire and based on your lifestyle, what it would really take for you to retire. Retirement planning is just like estate planning generally in that everyone is different. Everyone's standard of living is different. Everyone's assets are different. And it really requires an individualized plan for you. And so with that being said, I'm uh, not a certified financial planner, but I do think that it's integral to have someone on your side that could be able to run these calculations for you because planning ahead is what we're all about. You don't want there to be any surprises, especially to the question of, do you have enough money to, to retire? But with that being said, Kyle mentioned a couple of um, different types of, of ways to fund retirement. And that's defined benefit plans or defined contribution plans. And um, you see both of these quite a bit, and this is, is through, um, and this is, employer-sponsored retirement plans. And so the defined benefit plans is your classic pension. Unfortunately, we're seeing less and less of that these days, but the defined benefit plans have a pension amount that upon retirement, you know, as defined or, or under the parameters of your employer, they'll pay you a certain amount of money per month throughout your retirement. And there's no lump sum that you have access to under this plan but it's a guaranteed income for the rest of your life during retirement. Now, those you see on a lot of um, older employment plans, unfortunately with the, um, with the onset of the 401k and the IRA, you're seeing less and less of that. And what you're seeing more often is defined contribution plans, which is usually a employee matched plan under which the um, risk of the investments are on the employee And the employee contributes to their own retirement savings. And a lot of times that's matched by an employer. And then the employee makes investment decisions, the retirement account grows. And then upon retirement, you can have access to the money that you've saved uh, with some tax consequences that are built in. But the biggest difference between the two is that under the older pension plan or the defined benefit plans, the lump sum of money that's used to fund your retirement is held by your employer. So the risk of um, any losses in the market, any declines in the market, those investment risks are borne on the employer and the employee would get a set amount of money in retirement. And then on the defined contribution plans or the, the IRA 401k plans, that risk of a dip in the market or something like that is borne on the employee. But it gives the employee a lot more flexibility to make their own investment decisions and to ensure that they're making the investment decisions that will work best for them. Now, from a long-term care point of view, one of the biggest differences between these two is that with the um, defined contribution plan, there is a lump sum. So this amount of money that you've saved in your IRA, 401k, 403b, whatever it might be, is a lump sum that's available to you, meaning you have the power, if you would like, you know, with, with tax consequences, of course. We're not going to forget about Uncle Sam. They're, they're there um, waiting for, waiting for their cut. But there is a lump sum of money that you have access to. And so as we discussed today, you, we'll, we'll be talking about how that could affect the plans in retirement and if you were to get sick one day. So when we're thinking about when to retire, a trusted financial advisor would be able to look at what you've got look at the cash flow you've got coming in in the next few years, and really give you a good idea of what you would need based on whichever one of these you have. But it's important to know whether you have a defined benefit plan or a defined contribution plan, because that difference is very important in deciding when you're going to be able to retire and actually take advantage of the money that you saved through your employer's plan and whether or not that's going to be available down the road if you were to get sick. Tammy, do you have any input as far as when to retire or or retirement plans, that sort of thing? No, and I just wanted to mention, you know, Landon uh, touched base on a trusted financial advisor. We do not offer that service here at the law firm. And we do that on purpose because we really don't want that to be a conflict of interest. So you may have an advisor you've worked with with Years or you need an advisor, we work with you with your advisor. Um, we're going to be looking at the legal aspects, the long-term care planning aspect, medical assistance, things like that. So I know a lot of times people come here and they think that we're going to take care of all of that. Um, we we don't have the licensing to do that, nor do we want to because we want to utilize those people out there that you already are working with. So we began the discussion today talking about retirement. But any sort of future planning is going to need to take into account what could happen in the event of an unexpected death or illness. Um, so the estate planning documents are of uh, utmost importance, not only for retirement, just but for planning ahead for the second half of life. And, and, and I hear some people say, oh, well, my estate's not that big anyway. I'll just let the kids figure it out. Chances are, and I'm sure all of your kids are wonderful, but the chances are that they are willing to just figure this out without any direction are extraordinarily low. And there's a lot of risk that would be uh, involved in that, that you don't want to leave that to them. When it comes to estate planning, whether it's what you can do now to prepare for retirement in the second half of life or what happens when you pass away, you are in just note that you are in control and you have the power to Leave directions to to your family to know exactly what you would want now and um, uh, upon your passing. So, and first, and one of the most important ones there is, of course, a last will and testament, which is your direction of what happens to everything that you own when you pass away. And possibly more important, who's in charge of doing that? Then that would be your executor. Um, Because when you pass away, your executor takes control over your will hires an attorney to help them. So you most likely have one of your children um, as your executor, you know, once once you and your spouse, if you're married pass away, they're not on their own to do it. It's not, a, it's not a, something you have to learn from scratch. They, they're certainly able to get professionals involved to help. But again, you're in control over who would be best to do this and how you want things distributed. Because if you do not have a will, the state has written one for you. So if if you were to pass away without a will, Pennsylvania law does have a a line. It's called intestate succession that determines who would take your property and who would be your executor after you pass away. And it's depending on your circumstances. Again, it's all individual, but spouses and children are usually going to be the ones that are in that mix. But again, every family is different. And the idea that everything would just get divided equally between your children when you die or the idea that it would be simple to do that, especially if there's things like vehicles, real estate, family heirlooms, things like that. The idea that it would just be simple to say, all right, kids, figure it out, is, is very optimistic, to say the least. Um, and in and, and some families, downright foolish. So um, when, when we think about the, the basic estate planning documents, a last will and testament is, is, is very important, regardless of the size of your estate, big or small. And uh, and along with that, and I'm not gonna go into great detail on these, but uh, along with that, it's important to also have powers of attorney because the will only covers what happens when you die. Now, while you're alive, there might come a time that you need assistance with managing your finances or making healthcare decisions. And again, just like with the will, you have the opportunity to be in control of those decisions and who would make those decisions. Now, unlike the will, the state has not stepped in for you and filled in the blanks. So if you don't have someone appointed through a power of attorney, there may not be someone that that has the power to make decisions for you if you are unable, which means that the courts have to get involved, which is a much more restrictive and expensive process. So when we think about estate planning, think about it as an empowering position. Because you are able and you are empowered to be able to make all of these decisions and direct what happens. So that way, when the unforeseen comes our way, you know, maybe um, a beneficiary or a child had a different idea of how things were supposed to go. It's in writing and it's a, a, a set list of directions that, that, that you can leave.